But wait, what? <laughs> um, wait. Just... We we are profane though. What? I mean, I we we not... swear occasionally. No, so here's the thing. So um, as long as you're not controversial, you're not profane, you're not spreading conspiracy theories. There's oh. like little. There's little barrier to getting a podcast. Oh, that's it. That is true. Okay. Yeah. But what if I spread a conspiracy theory that I'm an alien? That's about you. No <laughs> one's gonna prove you wrong. <laughs> but if I say, look, Donald Trump has the IQ of a dolphin, <laughs> then and I and then we start going into dude. Deep... That's giving him way too much credit. Okay, dolphins. Fu- dolphins are fucking smart. I don't know. They're uh, very intelligent. Fine, then ants. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> My yeah. point is, look, if we get into those sorts of topics and then we start offering evidence and shit like that, then we become Alex Jones. Oh, I see. And yeah. then we and then we get blacklisted and shit. Yeah, but here's the thing. Even Alex Jones has a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah, welcome to another edition of The Content in the Machine. Yeah, where, that's um... officially our title now. Yeah. So we're going to be less ratchet. We're going to have an actual title. And we're still going to have Ratchet episode titles, though. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Jane's voice is a bit hoarse right now because she was yelling on the weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah. But thankfully... I got into a bit of a, of a yelling match. Yeah, not at know? a club, thankfully. Not at a club. Definitely not, dude. I, I don't... I don't. Okay, again, with the coronavirus, I don't fuck around. And, like, I've had pneumonia. Like, in 2015 winter, I actually had legit pneumonia. And that kind of pain I have never experienced in my life and hopefully never will again. Right. But because of that, I'm very serious about this disease. Like I like look, I used to live at clubs, right? Like I was like I was on first name basis with the bouncer and shit. Yeah, no, this is true, by yeah, the way. This is absolutely true. Like they like the bouncers would be like, Why are you showing me your ID? I know who you are. And I'd be like, Oh, this is not just, just the bouncers, <laughs> like the owners of the oh, clubs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The owners too, and then yeah. the bartenders and everybody. But yeah. Um, and even someone like me refuses to go clubbing. I'm just not going to even go within a ra- like a 10-foot radius yeah, so of that a- shit. Anybody listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and you think, oh, yeah, you know what? I can outsmart the corridor. No, no, shut up. Stay home. <laughs> Stay like, home. The queen of clubbing <laughs> is staying at home. <laughs> what makes you think you, the pleb of clubbing, what makes you think you should be going clubbing? Just because the queen isn't there that doesn't mean it be- suddenly becomes your domain. <laughs> Stay at home. I'm dying. But yeah, seriously, like just, and like this is a royal decree, by the way. <laughs> this is a royal decree. <laughs> Lol. Seriously, you know what? Yes, my 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 plebeians, my my subjects, my subjects, royal subjects, my loyal subjects, do not, do not, do not go clubbing, please. It's so dirty. Like, just don't. Okay. Just let's be reasonable. This has been our PSA. Now back yeah. to uh, our regularly <laughs> scheduled content, <laughs> which isn't scheduled at all. <laughs> no. But today we're gonna have a lighter topic. So last time we had a more like you know. No, we were talking about Elon Musk, and I I do want to talk about Elon Musk a bit more because his okay. so apparently according, his child. Yeah, his child his name is, is his pronounced. fucking his fucking like what is it his spawn. <laughs> His his, his 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 muscling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but apparently, so he he gave his child a funky name. Apparently, it's pronounced funky. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> and I I don't know about you guys, but I love it. I don't know. I mean, you know what? What Michael was telling me earlier while we were having lunch is that we we asked for a real life meme, like we wanted memes to come into real life. And we got what we asked for. Yeah. So uh, I it's mean, just that you know when you when you wish for something, you don't think about the consequences. Usually, when you th- wish for something, so for example, a very popular wish is, I want a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Very but true. You, you rarely think, dude, if you suddenly get a hundred million dollars straight into your bank account, 
The IRS is gonna come knocking on your door. Oh no, it's gonna kick down your door. Yeah, they're gonna kick down your door. And like, they're gonna take half of it for sure. Especially like in Korea, they're gonna take half. Right, but my point is, look, you don't often think about the consequences. Like mm-hmm. Pinocchio probably is like, oh, I want to become a real boy, and then it's like, like I told you, dude, uh-huh. he probably didn't think about taxes. Yeah. He probably didn't think about I don't know going to the doctors for. Like, he didn't think about cancer, you no, know? No, like, didn't think about You want to be a real boy? Okay, then we'll give you some actual molecular cells yeah. that will possibly turn on you and turn into a cancerous tumor. Yeah, so be careful what you wish for, guys. Seriously. Yeah, like, um, it's, it's still not too late. We could probably wish for things to return to before the meme times. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a singularity. It's not happening. It's already happened. There's but, no going back. Yeah, so... um. <laughs> There's that. There's but that. speaking of babies, mm-hmm. my parents... Offspring. Was, yeah, offspring. Um, I guess... Fetus. <laughs> can we just... Feti. <laughs> I, I don't even know why we're doing this. Okay. This wasn't scripted at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. No, I, so I was video calling my parents. Mm-hmm. And they showed me... Um, was it, They were telling me about how... You know how Koreans have their first birthdays mm-hmm. and they lay out a crap load of objects in front of mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and the baby just naturally reaches for one and all of a sudden it becomes your destiny to yeah, pursue yeah, yeah. that that's like a ve- so for the non-koreans who probably aren't listening to this but like anyways like just to explain there's something called right. which is like the year like af- one year after you're born it's like the biggest i guess party right. of your existence and that's when your like fate is determined yeah and the objects are like i forget like a ball of, like a ball of yarn pencil money there's some other stuff too recently they've added stethoscope a computer mouse etc etc what the fuck for real yeah because you know why why because jobs aren't the same from like 20 years ago okay that's fair enough yeah because nobody knew that a programmer was going to become a real job so if you grab a keyboard you're going to become a programmer i think if you grab a mouse you're going to become a pro gamer i think that's how they divide it what (laughs) i'm so confused but okay anyways so um Right. We wanted to talk about what we chose for our Toldanti for our first birthday. So, Michael, why don't you start? So, before we start, actually, I, um, my dad sent me a photo, mm-hmm. and my brother grabbed a pencil, mm-hmm. and he is, dude, he's in Harvard right now. Yeah. So he and he's in architecture. He uses pencils all the time. He's yeah. drawing and shit like that. I'm and thinking. he's a really, really dope car designer too. Yeah. No. So he's completely talented in that way, and he, and apparently, uh-huh. so I asked. Hey, so what did I grab? And then my parents told me, oh, you grabbed money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not surprised. But at the same time, this is just so hilarious to me. Like, yeah. of course you would grab money. Of no. course. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. Yeah, enlighten me. Why do you think I... Why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> because, Michael, you're an algorithm. You're a machine learning algorithm that's centered towards money. So are you... You, ta- are, you are the essence of, like... I, I have benevolent capitalism. You're, you're benevolent. You're not like drug money capitalism. You're just like, just benevolent, wholesome capitalism. Am I capitalism incarnate? Yeah. <laughs> no, so what's probably going although, on? Although, as we said last time, you right. are centrist though. I am extremely Pop, centrist. Which is interesting. I thought you'd be way more conservative. But anyways. Um, so I'm conservative about a lot of things, but mm. I'm progressive on taxes. Right, okay. And mainly because Fair enough. here's the thing. I'm, if you want to preserve the entrepreneurial spirit, you have to guarantee that failure will not fucking ruin your life. Absolutely. But in a lot of capitalist societies, 
they don't have the social safety net to allow people to fail. Mm, okay, fair enough. Right. But That's in order true. to set up a social security net so that people feel free enough to fail, you have to tax people. Mm -hmm. And I think, dude, people are making way too much money. If you think that you could create something and become a multi-hundred billionaire, mm -hmm. and that's a plausible... The, the fact that you have more money than the bottom three quarters of your country combined, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's an issue with that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. And, and what are you going to use that all for? I mean, there's a limit to how much you can spend money. There's an interview where mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos goes on record to say... I think I need to use my Amazon winnings <laughs> to fund my space project. And I think if you if you have the audacity uh -huh. to to call your personal net worth winnings, uh -huh. the system is broken. Oh, absolutely broken. Yeah. Again, people need to live in fear. Yeah. And people need to fear death and taxes, just as Benjamin Franklin said. <laughs> Y'all need to live in fear. Yeah, no. Everybody needs to live in fear. But going back to... Sorry, that was a tangent. It was a complete... It was a good tangent. It was a good tangent, but, yes. Um, so I, I originally thought I wanted to do music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is very interesting. Hell no. Uh, because I really... I, you know what I realized? Uh -huh. I hate attention. <laughs> yeah, I know. Michael actually does hate attention. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see me on the streets, please don't say hi. <laughs> like literally. If I don't have an appointment with you on that day at that specific hour, <laughs> don't say hi. <laughs> I will run away from you. <laughs> yeah, Michael is very much, very much, how should I say, very low-key. Mm -hmm. but, it, but it's interesting that you grab money, just because right. like, it matches you so well. <laughs> so what I, what I uh -huh. grabbed, by the way, so I grabbed a pencil as well. Oh, did you? I grabbed a pencil. And, um, I mean, you do like writing. I do like writing, and I, I like reading, I like writing. And I, look, by the way, okay, so Michael has met me post-college, so... Maybe doesn't believe me, but everyone who's met me in like middle school, high school, like elementary, middle school, high school, they know that I was like very studious. I was a very studious person. And I, <laughs> okay, Michael's rolling his eyes right now, but I was very and like lies. My my friends can back this up. Like fake news. <laughs> I was very studious and like I mean I got all A's and anybody did... listening to this, whoever, if you guys have like records of Jane's transcripts or anything. <laughs> Please forward them to mkmf77 at gmail.com. That's my personal email address. Like, legit. I will respond to you. <laughs> and then, okay, dude, I got like a scholarship in ninth grade. I got, Again, like, anybody from KIS, <laughs> please. I got like a bunch of awards and like, what is it? What, um, Like, I was known for being extremely studious. And I've then, only known and then you... one day I just made a U-turn and started clubbing. Like, that's literally what happened. Just like one day I just broke down. I was like, fuck this. I started clubbing, drinking, and then I went to college, and then I just dropped out. So, yeah. I mean. So, the only consistent thing, yeah. the only consistently studious thing that I've seen you do uh -huh. is your makeup. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I started doing the, my eyeliner in high school. And I've been doing this. So the reason why that I'm so good at it, the reason why that I can do it within like two seconds is because I've been doing this for 10 years. So all these motherfuckers right now who are like, like, oh, like, you know, I want to like use a wing eyeliner look like I'm like, settle down. Like I've been doing this. I've been doing this. So anybody like anybody working for SBS, you should come film her. Like literally, she's so good at it. I don't even understand. Every day she looks the same. I swear to God, if you overlay images, <laughs> the only consistent thing will be her wingtip eyeliner. And then, um, 
what is it? Um, my eyeliner is definitely another trademark that I that of mine. Right. I mean, I guess that's why you grabbed the pencil. Yeah. So that's that's why I grabbed the pencil. Exactly. So like, it all makes sense. This Torjanji shit is real. Like, I, but here's the thing. So I've seen. So actually, I don't actually remember what my nieces and nephews grabbed. But I know for a fact that most people are wrong. And also, the objects are so generic. Yeah. It could be applied to so many different. Yeah, instances. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically like it's like mm. saju. It's like reading your tarot cards or something. Yeah. Or like your astrology. Yeah. Which I love, by the way. I love astrology. It's just so <laughs> fucking fun. You and DJ. Yeah. No, absolutely. We're like Sagittarius energy. You know, Capricorn energy. You guys are you're a Leo, true. by the way. I hate you. And you're you're such a Leo. Though. I hate you. You are such a Leo. So apparently this doesn't fall into his algorithm. So Michael refuses to engage in astrology talk. But I am a huge fan. Do you know what the Barnum effect is? Yeah, yeah. P.T. Barnum? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, okay. So P.T. Barnum is, is apparently attributed as saying um, there's a fool born every minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's no record of him saying it. But the Barnum effect is that if you make a sentence vague enough, everyone just like automatically applies it to their lives mm-hmm. and finds examples to justify this statement. Absolutely. Right. Uh, that's, that's what that's astrology how, is. I mean, yeah, and that's why we have various religions, you know, like yeah. the Book of Mormon. <laughs> yeah, the Book of Mormon. Not um, to say, look, by the way, if you are a believer of the Latter-day Saints and whatnot, I'm like... If you are if you have any religion... Like, that's fine. That's completely yeah. fine. We're not judging you. I mean, by the way, I, I'm, I'm the bitch who likes astrology. So, like, yeah. you know, I have nothing to say. I, yeah, that's so true. You have nothing to say. I have nothing. I have no right to say shit. So, I will... So, wait. Why do you believe in astrology? Okay, look, I don't believe it. I just think it's really fun. Wow. And, like, there's a lot of things that do kind of line up because of the Barnum effect. And I, I, I enjoy it. It's just fun. It's like a game. People have been testing the Barnum effect for like eons, mm-hmm. and literally, like, you give people the exact same sentence, mm-hmm. and they find ways to match mm-hmm. it to their lives. But you know what's really interesting? What? If you present yourself as a person, as a as a sort of mysterious, vague person, people will do that to you, and then that's how you kind of like inception people into getting to know you. And- okay, this sounds like a very slippery slope. <laughs> How did you know? Ooh. Uh, what do you mean, how did I know? I know you. I know you. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, the first time Jane and I went, I guess I guess we socialized on a social level. <laughs> we, were at, we were at the office. We were co-workers to start. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she comes over and she said, Oh, yeah, Michael, you should come to my birthday party. I didn't even know it was her birthday. Yeah. But un- until then, she was like slowly creeping into my life. She's like, Michael, let's grab lunch. Michael, let's do this. I'm and then like, like, Michael would like consistently run away from me and I wouldn't let him. No. But that's the thing. Like, seriously, like Michael runs away physically and like metaphorically. But then she's been conditioning me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to I, get I, I to this you. point. Yeah, I brainwashed you. Yeah. So guys, this is my plea for help. Anybody listen to this <laughs> podcast, please. Um, we're at the Yoksam 2 rework uh, every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Somebody please help. <laughs> Is anybody out there? Is this even real life? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, and then he came to my birthday party and then he met yeah. my friends. And, and then now we're homies. Now, I, I guess that's what we call this, yeah, homies. But <laughs> my point is, look, Jay, you are just that sort of person who's been... Who, who's acclimatized. This is your survival strategy. That is true. That is yeah. true. My survival strategy to, is to be as frank and direct as possible. And earn money. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
if it if it's no benefit to me, if it doesn't meet my objectives, I barely bring it up, which is mm-hmm. my why my meetings mm-hmm. when I meet with people end in thirty minutes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because I get straight to the point. It's like, is this possible? Yes. Is this possible? Yes. Then let's do it. If it's not, then let's not do it. Thirty minutes done, and then I leave. Dude, you would be the best boss to work for. Yeah. Like just the just <clears throat> very short meetings, very direct. You'd be like, you should. You really need to start your own company later. No. No. I refuse. Why? I uh, look, look. I grab money. I love money. Uh-huh. Sure, because money. If you don't, if 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 your problems can't be solved with money, then you don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. That's my mantra. Mm-hmm. And but here's the thing: Would I go through the trouble of making money? No, I'd rather be an investor. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. If anything, I'm the type of person to start a company. Yeah. But I just don't have like the operational skill or like the maybe the operational talent to do so yet i've been telling you and dj to make your own marketing company i know like a meme company we should make a meme company yeah. right maybe we should make like a like a instagram like dark memes my point is you guys have your own voice like the whole reason why we started this podcast by the way is mm-hmm. because jane and i when we talk we have our own voice mm-hmm. like this we're just like literally shitting on each other yeah but it's funny yeah and you get you gain some really good insights out of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like you and dj when you guys like mm-hmm. send me memes mm-hmm. and share just share memes with me uh, there's a lot of insights that i gain from that specifically wow people can be really dark sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some of these memes aren't even funny mm-hmm. they just hit you so close to home mm-hmm. like just i wake straight up straight to the heart yeah like for example <clears throat> DJ's a night owl. Mm-hmm. Sends sometimes sends me memes in the middle of the night, and I'm like half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then you send me memes at random times of the day. Yeah. Fourteen memes in an hour. I remember. Yeah. I check it. I'm like thinking, huh? This is funny. Huh? This is funny. This isn't funny. This is dark. Wow. <laughs> this is a personal attack. <laughs> but yeah, everyone has their own voice. I really think you and DJ, if you guys had your own marketing company, it would be hilarious. Okay, you know what? I will keep that in mind. Um, if DJ doesn't go back to the states for a PhD, but hopefully she will, because I do want her to do well. So yeah, no, that's her personal goal. That's her think. personal goal. So I respect that. But if things don't fall through the way you want them to, DJ, we can always have a job. So yeah, yeah, like <clears throat> things never go according to plan. Oh, never. No. So if I'm sure everyone's familiar with the movie Parasite, because if you're not, you're seriously such a loser. But um, one of you're the, not a loser. It's OK, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the I guess one of the main lines from that movie is like having no plan is a plan. Yeah. And I think that's very true. Like You shouldn't live completely mindlessly. Actually, this is OK. This is a point that I really want to drive home. But you can't live mindlessly. But you need to live mindfully, right? Mm-hmm. But living mindfully and living with a plan is completely different. Yeah. And you cannot confuse the two. Because you can have a plan and then mindlessly aim for that plan and things don't fall through and then you're just going to have a breakdown. You can live mindfully without a plan and do really well for yourself. And being mindful is like being resourceful, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of your resources and making connections that aren't apparent. <coughs> and... That's how I've survived this far. Like, I've had a lot of luck. I'm not going to deny that. I have a lot of luck and privilege. So that's, I want to make that clear. But at the same time, given my, given my circumstances, I've done pretty well for myself in terms of just surviving and becoming the person that I am. So that's my spiel. Like, that's, 
Yeah, I mean, like, guys, do, if you guys meet us, like, do we look like we have a plan? Oh, hell no. Definitely no. not. And also, if you have a plan and you talk to us, we will destroy your plan. <laughs> we will destroy it. Shred it into a thousand pieces like Yugi destroyed Seto Kaiba's mind. I keep bringing that up. Yeah, I know. Like, that scene is so... I love it. It's the most... It's icon iconic. It is iconic. It's an iconic Like, for scene. those of you who don't know, one of the first scenes that uh, Yugi and Seto Kaiba, they're dueling it out in, like, I think the first proper card duel in the mm -hmm. entire series. This is when the trading card game format finally became, like, a, a re recurring theme. Mm -hmm. And then... So Sato Kaiba beats Yugi's grandpa, mm -hmm. which is, by the way, completely against all Confucian rules. I don't uh -huh. even know how the Japanese came up with this shit. And then he wins the... a Japanese the... Yeah. man. Anything's possible. That's true. Yeah. Um, no offense, Japanese people. Anybody yeah. No, listening? you guys are dope, by the way. Um, I wouldn't say that, but... And yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, and then, so apparently Yugi's grandpa had the fourth and final blue eyes white dragon. Mm -hmm. And then Sato Kaiba wins it and he rips it up. I'm like thinking, why would you rip it up? You have three, get a fourth, and then... You could use polymer. Uh, this is like nerd spiel, but okay, yeah. if you use polymerization instead of three-headed dragon, you could have a four-headed dragon. It's like wow, it's <laughs> amazing. But Seto Kaiba, being a doofus, he was like, hur, hur, "I'm gonna rip it up." And then Yuki gets so pissed, he whoops Kaiba's ass. Mm -hmm. And then instead of just like walking out, he's like, "Ha, I'm the better man than you. You suck at dueling. Go back to school." He says, "No, you know what? You don't deserve your consciousness." Bam. And then just completely breaks his, men yeah. his mental state and then right? you know what's funny so this is this is this is a really dark manga mm. <clears throat> Sato Kaiba becomes literally brain dead on the stage <laughs> and wait he's for just, real? yeah no so he's like sitting at the desk he's like blanked out and then Sato Kaiba has a little brother named Mokuba uh -huh. and then they just leave him there <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the scene ends I'm like <laughs> Aren't you going to take him to a hospital? <laughs> but anyhow, I, I bring that up because when Sato Kaiba rebuilds his consciousness, mm -hmm. he returns so much stronger. Right. But then right. he and he becomes more conniving, more cunning, and then he br pushes other characters to the ed edges to get his means. Right. I'm not saying his methods are good, mm -hmm. but he's more resourceful. Yeah, yeah. But before he had a plan. After that, he didn't have a plan. Yeah. But he lived better because of it. Yeah. Because, again rebuilding your so having a huge traumatic event to break your identity which that's something that i've had mm. like that's something that i have personal experience with right i spent so after i dropped out of school and this is a story for another day but after i dropped out of school i came back to korea and i literally was just gone for a year like no one knew where i was people thought i was dead people thought i was hurt or like sick or like like caught dealing drugs in mexico i don't know like, there's so many rumors about me right but what i was doing is that my mental state was completely broken and I needed that year to just completely be by, my, be by myself and rebuild. And then after that year, I've come back stronger. So I can, I can personally attest to this, although I'm not hopefully cunning and conniving and shit, but no, yeah. you're cunning. You're not conniving. Am I cunning? Yeah, you are. Okay. Also, I guess I am. Guys. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to bring this full circle for those of you who are experiencing like, um, hardship because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. don't fret um mm -hmm. uh, there's opportunity within chaos always. there are and if anything i want we want to send a message of like hope where we trust that you are intelligent and resourceful enough to find your own happiness even within this shitty situation yeah mm -hmm. like 
it's 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 a bit of a bummer because usually when people are hit with hard times, mm-hmm. you usually tell them, "Oh yeah, go travel the world while you still have time." You can't travel the world, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, we would suggest if you can, maybe traveling to Asia because we're pretty safe here. Yeah, I mean, you will have to be in quarantine for two weeks, but after that, yeah, but it's pretty chill. Or you know what? Honestly, um, this coronavirus thing has been a massive. Boon for us mm-hmm. because we finally got our podcast started. Yeah, we've been finally. talking about it forever. Mm-hmm. We talked about it for a year. Yeah, and you know I'm getting a lot of side projects started, and I'm having a lot of fun and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think just using your time to pursue everything and just be willing to fail at this point mm-hmm. because it's a very low risk situation. Everyone knows everyone's been hit with hardships, so if you fail at your side projects, no one's gonna blame you. Yeah, not in this absolutely environment. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. So, I mean, this virus has been the great equalizer. Right. No. Well, I mean, not for the, you know, multi-billionaires, but they're living on a different plane. So I'm not even going to touch that subject. But anyways, um, it's been a great equalizer for a lot of us. Right. And f- there are people who have been hit harder than others, especially, you know, I, I know that there's like 30 million, 33 million layoffs or something. And my heart really goes out to you if you have been hit by this. And yeah, I'll bring it back to our first birthdays. Mm-hmm. On your first birthday, mm-hmm. if you understood natural language by then, mm-hmm. which would be a miracle, <laughs> but mm-hmm. if somebody told you, in uh, when you turn, uh, you're gonna drop out of college, <laughs> yeah. but dude, I never would have thought, I never would have thought, because the thing is, dude, when I was in third grade, I was taking sixth grade classes. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, that's that's like the level of, and I and I had the classic Asian pressure where it's like. My parents and my grandparents were telling me to go to Harvard at three years old, and like Harvard at three. When you so like if, if, when I think about it, it's pretty fucked up because like there should be no reason why a three year old knows what Harvard is. No. Yeah, but then I've been hearing that since like since since I was a child, and that's that's why like to be honest, like when I got into Boston College, which is an excellent school, everyone told me that I failed. They're like, this is a failure. Like, you know, you failed this time, but when you go to master's, you can go to Harvard, right? Like, that's literally what they said to me. That's a terrible standard to set for I, your That's children. A, such a terrible standard. So then, and then I ended up dropping out because it literally just a middle finger to everything about my life. Yeah, good. You know? I killed the old Jane. <clears throat> she doesn't listen to the rules anymore. Are you Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> no, please but. don't. Please, that's such an insult. That's an insult? That's a huge insult. I do not. I'm sorry. I got to put my, I got to be direct here. I don't like her that much. I don't like Taylor Swift as well. Yeah. Not that much. I, I used to like her when she did country music. But mm-hmm. again, that's a story for another day. Yeah, no, another day. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. what about you? So if someone told you that, you know, you would... End up back in Korea? Yeah. I'd be like, but I'm already in Korea. Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> so I was born in Korea for those of you who don't Wait, know. Wait, what? <clears throat> born in Korea. But do you still have your Korean citizenship? Nope, I gave it up. Right. So here's my story. Here's my backstory. Wow, it's like Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was born in Korea. I was born in one of the country's side cities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved to Seoul with my parents. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was only born in the countryside because my parents are both from the countryside. My parents were both working in Seoul at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Moved to Seoul after I was born, stayed in, I think, Shinza in an office cell, mm-hmm. and then Chamwon at a mm-hmm. small room again. Mm-hmm. And then my parents, my dad became an entrepreneur. He made it pretty big, and then we bought a house in Bucheon. Mm-hmm. So we lived there for a while. 
went to kindergarten and grade school there, mm -hmm. first grade, first month, moved to Canada. Mm -hmm. I think, wait, if, if I remember correctly, your, your father's company actually IPO'd, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they IPO'd. they're on the Kosdak, Kospi? Kosdak. Kosdak, yeah. Yeah, but it got acquired after a lot. Okay. So, That's nice. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a happy ending. Mildly happy ending. It wasn't mm -hmm. a great exit, but... Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, after that happened, I moved to Canada, and then everything happened, and I barely remember my life in Korea. Mm -hmm. I just remember that I used to live in a place called Yokongyok, and I found it so cool because you ride it forward and backwards, and it was the same. I was like, <laughs> whoa! It blew my four-year-old mind. Oh I was like, God. whoa! That's so cute! Linguistic... <laughs> Yeah, it's like mind blown. Whoa. Wow, the syntax is amazing. Like yeah. Semantics, you know. Yeah, and then I guess that's when I became an algorithm. Yep, yep. <laughs> that was that was the day that your code started. Yeah, and I was so frustrated because I was this this was the most amazing experience I've had in my entire life, by the way. So when I started grade school in Korea, back then, it was still a six day week. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Like Saturdays too. <clears throat> yeah. So I used to go to school on Saturdays. And I, was just, I complained so much because my brother mm -hmm. didn't have to go to school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because kindergarten, because it was private, it's mm -hmm. still private, it's a, it was a five-day schedule. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, what? How come my brother doesn't have to go to school? And mm -hmm. I used to go to school. I only did that four times, and then we moved to Canada. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and then I moved to Canada. And like everyone's playing. Two things happen. Mm -hmm. They tell me, A, it's a five-day week. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. B, Summer break is soon. When? June. And it's like, whoa, that's amazing. And then you get to start second grade in September. I'm like, so I'm done with first grade already? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so I only So went you skipped a grade. Technically. Technically you did. Yeah. But not of your own volition. It's no. literally just serendipity. Yeah, so I should have technically, when I moved to Canada, I should have technically gone to kindergarten mm -hmm. along with my brother going to JK. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, for some reason, they thought, screw it, they're babies. They can pick up English. And then they're like, kick me into first grade. Kick my brother into senior kindergarten. That's hilarious. No, so I didn't know like what any of the, I didn't know what the American, like, the American English was like. Yeah. I didn't know what English was. Heck, yeah. I didn't know what any of the gestures were. So this kid taught me to flip, flip the bird. Uh-huh. And he's like, in second grade? Yeah. That's amazing. So I flipped the bird and I got detention. Oh my God. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh my God. That is amazing. Okay. Let's end it here for now because we went on so many tangents. By the way, this is our second official podcast. So like we apologize if we're all over the place all the time. But I don't apologize. Okay, fine. I'll apologize in Michael's stead. But, um, no, because I wrote specifically on our description, this will never come out of beta. Okay, you're right. Actually, you know what? Okay. Yeah. If, if you've already put that disclaimer, then I won't apologize because yeah. now, you know you, now you know what you're getting. <laughs> yes. But in any case, though, if you're able to keep up with this, I commend you. Because yeah. I don't know if I can keep up with myself, so. No, I, I mean, I, 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 my algorithms are just like on pause right now, so. Yeah, we will see you next week. Yeah, uh, it was Stay fun talking safe. to you. Stay yes. safe. Stay safe. Bye.